Welcome to another episode of Brovice, your guide to financial freedom. Uh, welcome again to another episode of Brovice, your premier podcast for financial advice. Um, today's topic, we're going to talk about the tools of making money. Okay, you know, we care about our followers. Um, we don't want us to tell them how we make money, but actually give them real-world tools on how they can make money themselves. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about the tools. So, now when I say tools, I don't mean physical shovel and them things. Like uh, that. Hammer. And hammer. <laughs> and hammer. <laughs> I mean just um, a, a different point practice. of view. Things, As, yeah, things, things they can practice. Can practice you know? to make money. So, just I'll go ask Jason, what would you think is the most valuable tool or the most important one to make money for you personally? I think consistency is a valuable tool in in general achieving, but even more so in making money. I think you have to be if we if we go to our first or one of our earlier podcasts, we say we start small. So if you're starting small and you aim to grow big, then you have to be consistent. If you're running um the business of of um, renting cars or selling food or, or renting house, you, you, you want to start small, you need a, a, the first house, then then you have to consistently getting that rent money, doing what you need to do so you can purchase the second house and then you can purchase the third house. So again, you're doing the same thing over and over and over. You have to, have the, you have to be consistent in that sense, to reach to the level that you're aiming to reach. And so, I don't assume, say, you want to have... So how, how, how would you, how would you... I understand, probably it's in that consistency has to do with uh, repeating the same successful habit then. Since you want to make money and lose it. Mm-hmm. But how would you separate um, consistency from drive or determination? What's that's the, the difference? Consistency again, I say, is a is a repetitive process. Yeah. But drive, drive now is is regardless of what obstacle that is placed in your view or in your way to achieve your goal, you find a way to overcome it. So determination, you know, go stop when you 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 book it too. Uh, yeah. Just turn over and say, oh God, you <coughs> can't run no more. You know? Yeah. You, you, you find some way to pick yourself up and go on again. Uh, I'm going to be devil's advocate here. Regarding the consistency, suppose you're consistently doing the wrong thing. You then know? you do the wrong thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> my, advice, my advice to that is to stop. <laughs> I think that would lead into the next um, important thing that I would think is, is a good tool. If you're consistently, consistently doing the wrong thing, maybe you should have some planning and vision. You know, there because you if, if you've planned, you would have created a process flow then of our map of where you want to start, where you would be in a transitional phase and then mm-hmm. you will end. So you start seeing the end in mind. Right, and you might see the prob- possible problems. They might be financial problems, they might be um, time constraints. They might be health. You can be sick, or you know anything can happen. You understand? Or even if you're living in a, say your business is, say your opportunity to make money is farming. If you're living in a in a, in a 
one of them frost countries there, you have to plan when you're going to mm. plant stuff and when you're going to reap. So planning and vision. Definitely. I think a lot of people do start things and without seeing a goal in an end in sight. And that's why a lot of business probably fail as well. Any foresight. So exactly. for you, David, what's, what do what you say the most important thing? For me, the most important thing is being able to see a problem and look at that problem and find an opportunity from that problem. You know? Um, you know, as an engineer, I pride myself in problem solving, but I think that applies in business as well. You know, if you can identify a problem and cater for that need, boom, that's a market right there. Yeah, you know, and you can monetize it very easily. So, but a lot of people see the problems and just go about their very lives, hoping that someday somebody will fix it, not thinking that they could be that solution. You know. So for you, it's problem being able to identify identify a problem and finding a solution. solution. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> to me, I think the most valuable tool is I ask everybody a question, mm -hmm. and then after that, I will answer what I believe the most valuable tool is. Right. So what you know, 2018. So I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right. So everybody going to have the chance to answer. <laughs> so by 2021, how much money each of you expect to have in the bank? In the bank, David. Yeah. How much? How much money would you expect David's to have? Are in assets. Oh, yeah. David's reply would be. <laughs> so not, we're not going to take a long time. Two cents. Two cents are Um, boy, that's a that's a. I don't know if I answer the question, but let me let me put what I hope will be there. Twenty million minimum. All right, Jason. <laughs> Jason, next. Well, uh, Twenty twenty one. How much do you expect? Whether it's by assets or liquid cash stocks, whatever the case if is. I'm thinking more if assets, you're going to put a money value. If I'm thinking about assets, next three years. Um, put a money value to it. If, it, if it's assets, I think about houses, cars, and stuff. So, Everything. So. 150 was um, my target, but what is it 2021? Next three years. Next three years. Next three years. So if I next if I next three years, mm -hmm. then um, it would be so it would be 10, uh, roughly 13, 15 million. All right, mess up. For me, you know, but just to clear that his assets and money yeah. gone. I thought it was an hundred and fifty million in three years too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I laughed off. That's why I don't think me, it's impossible. Uh, for me, honestly speaking, next three years, assets and all those things, maybe a modest three, four million. All right, cool. Including assets and savings and everything. All right, cool. The, the reason why I ask that is, for me, I think the most important thing is goal setting. Like, I have to set goals, and even though people say, yeah, I make a five-year goal or a ten-year goal, people just make it and don't really stick to it. Yeah. But it has to be a detailed goal. So me, personally, I write down in my book every year how much my, what my monthly income should be and what I want in savings. So I break it down in every little area. So I say I want two hours by this time, I want 500,000 a month coming in. So I break it down and I've seen where some of the things I've written down is coming to life. I don't know by whatever miracle there is in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, the most important thing is goal setting. As um, Earl Nightingale said, you can't have two ships. One, if you don't have a captain, you don't have a crew, it just, it don't have no goal inside, it just let go. 
it not gonna reach now. It probably end up somewhere abandoned island. It probably don't even move from the harbor itself. It's just there because it have no crew. But if you have a crew and a captain and somebody who is steering it to a part goal, a particular destination, it have to get there. Yeah, you might come through high seas and you know like a storm and bad weather, but you will get where you're going. So the, the most important thing to me, I think, is is um goal setting. You have to set your goals, and from you stick to that now, you're going to realize that it just happened. Profound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With that being said, um, there are also tools to aid in goal setting, like a vision board. Yeah. You can look up on what a vision board is. Vision board. Vision board. Just to conjure the money spirits. <laughs> But again, check out on Google a lot of advice, a lot of ideas there how to build a vision board. I personally have used vision board and can attest to the so power of like vision a, a board. board and you, you. So you should put on it things that you want in your life. So whether it's a house, whether it's a car, and it can be very specific. So if you want uh, 2017 BMW 328i, put it. On it. Don't, yeah, put everything you want on it and it should be somewhere that you can see every day so whether it's your phone, your computer, oh. your bedroom, print a picture of it and put it up so it should be something that you can see and just have pictures on it. Some of them have quotes and things that you can do but mine is just really strictly pictures and I have started my first vision board I think in 2016 or 2017. And I've achieved probably 80% of everything that I've put on my vision board. So, so you, I, pl you place them there. Well, that would be stupid though. You can't <laughs> place them there without a plan. I mean, no, 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 no. So I can't tell you. you. I have put mm -hmm. some things on it which the point in time when I put it on it, I'm like, there's no way I can get this. <laughs> I don't see how this is going to happen. Yes. And it happened. <laughs> so, I mean, the first <clears> time you do it, it might be a little bit you know, hesitant or reluctant about this really going work. Yeah. But don't be. But after you see it working, the next year you now you can really just go large and grandiose and say, no man, <laughs> I want this, I'm going to get. But at the same time, can I be a little bit reasonable? You can get a vision wall. Yeah, yeah man, people have vision walls. And there are sessions I know out here where people do vision board planning and they mm. do the vision board out. Yeah, man. So you can check that out, folks. Something it's a very that, powerful tool. Something that Robert Kiyosaki always says to you, know, when you write things down, it makes your mind put together ways in which you can achieve that goal. And that come to goal setting, you have to write down your goals. Yeah. As one friend said, ink it. I think I'm going to try that because it sounds too good to be true. Yeah, man, it, 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 it's mean, wonderful. It's something I wanted them to before, but I, I never actually done one before. And, and, and again, well, I haven't done a vision board, but I've done like Matthew. I write down um, a number of things that yeah. I want to achieve and believe you God, I, I don't know how it come to be in, but mm -hmm. I did it and I'm out there my house like, oh, oh good. And the beauty about it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that realistic, I don't want to use that word, but <laughs> mm. it can be something kind of a stretch, you know, you don't want to make it too easy, you right. don't want to make it too it, hard. It, it should stretch you. When you write it down, you're like, Jano style, like, I really can do this. <laughs> yeah, and then when you do it, you're like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you can put it right on the edge of reality there. Yeah. <laughs> and as, as, as I think what he was saying, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, we were saying that um, 
a lot of the things that even exist now. Like we were once only non-existent in our in our parents' minds. You understand? Like here we are having a conversation. People usually say you can't create something out of nothing, but that happens every day. Yeah, man, every day. The chair you're sitting down was once nothing apart, and it's something. So don't believe in that. It's a myth. Every day you create something out of nothing. So really just have an idea, have a plan, have a goal, and bam, see the money rolling in. Yeah, but you have to get a financial advisor. Mr. Breakfast J.A., send me a DM, a message, something. I can help you. I'll be a mentor for free. <laughs> yeah, man, free man. Money off for make. Food off for eat. You get the thoughts? That brings us into the final um, thing that we were talking about is financial aptitude or understanding. Being financially savvy. Yeah. yeah. You know, smart and understanding of how finances work because it's not just about. Yeah, you might say you want to make some money, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's not about the money, the management part. <laughs> Yeah. I even get the money in the first place and that's smart. And that's a load of people they think business being knowledgeable in POE and POB but that's not really it. No. <laughs> you know. No. Uh, read, read. In the real world you have to be street smart. You have to understand your local environment. <coughs> you know. And understand the financial environment. <coughs> think financial I, environment. I think I can give an example of that like the other day I wanted a loan for a certain amount, for a certain percentage. And people older than me, um, was supposed to be wiser than me, financially telling me, no, I can't get that. You can't go nowhere and get this. You can't do this. And I'm like, I don't buy that. I know I could get this. So you go and fish your own, but it's how you sell the idea, it's how you create a buy-in to what you want and know who to sell it to. Mm -hmm. You can get what you want, essentially. And I was looking for a certain amount of money to be borrowed and, and a certain percentage. And I, I get that and more. So, and I, just because I have the financial sense to realize that, all right, this can be beneficial to both the lender and the borrower. Mm -hmm. Understand? And there they have the traditional ways of lending money. <coughs> and I say, no, it can't work. But if you really want it to work, you can find ways to make it work. Yeah. That is my, my understanding of the financial aptitude is that <coughs> you need to understand that when you're, when you're trying to make money, you need to understand how it flows. Because money can be likened to um, things that flow. There's a point where it is in high and low, right? Mm. Everything so, in life is a cycle. Yeah, man. Even the money. Even the money. Because mm -hmm. you having a business and, and at some point you're planning to upgrade or upscale the business, you have to then go through and check back the finances also and see if you're actually be making a loss or a profit. So if you stay small scale, you might end up making more money in the longer term. Then you upgrade and then start to make less money in the longer term. You understand? Mm -hmm. So all that thing you have to basically understand how the, the finances flow, how it works. I think with, with even making money in a, this society, you know, you really need to understand nothing hard, nothing complicated, you know. You need to understand percentages. And then a percentage and a time figure, everything. If somebody giving you a loan these days, it's over a certain time period for a certain percentage. 
And if you realize that hey, you can take that money and and invest it or borrow it and do something with it that gives you a greater interest rate than what you're borrowing it for, that at that point you're making a gain. So yeah. if you understand simple percentages, you're you, gone already. You're gone on the road, you know? And everything you would do, if you're taking out a mortgage, you're borrowing a, a car loan, it's percentage and nothing complicated, they're really no, telling you. It so, what, what, what usually happens, what usually happens is it's so wrapped up in jargon um, that normal people get confused. Yeah? Amortization. Just, yeah, what is amortization? <laughs> And when it, when right, you're looking at it, right now. <laughs> really and truly, it's not nothing complex. Yeah. And I think they intentionally do that to make people not question mm-hmm. what they they get in their portfolio. Uh, <laughs> you put, yeah, your portfolio. You get this amount of returns for your interest, ROI, yield. yield. That's not uh, true. I mean. Really, bro, no, All the things are important things, no? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you, I don't agree with it. It's not, it's not mean, that difficult as a limit. No, but no, so the no, name, when we're saying, no, how banks send out the information is just two things they give you, really. They just tell you the duration, borrow up to $1 million for eight years over at 7.99 interest per annum. That's really how all ads are. So it's really not that complicated as in the make it seem. That's not how it's, everybody it's, perceive it though. No. That's how it the, what you are speaking about saying ROI and this and that. Banks really don't advertise like that because they want people to take the money. So typically for a car loan, they say you can get four million dollars, eight eight and a half years to repay at eight point nine nine percent. That's really it. You, you can't go to Google. <laughs> How much simpler can they make it for you? But that's what I'm you, at, at, no. at some point, though, Jason, you can't be spoon-fed everything. Because if you're going into this, you're an adult, and there are some things you're supposed to can learn. But that's not what I'm saying. What are you I'm saying? Not, but what I'm saying, some, some people might be confused by all the jargons here. Like some, what? But I just indicated I'm what I'm talking about. I'm talking like, like. A, I'm talking like a, not a loan per se. And yeah. even a loan, some people yeah. still don't fully understand. Just in business what, in general. What, what you get, get what you, um, when you're paying back versus, what is it, return? No. In a term. I'm just saying for ads, for loans, it's really not complicated. Not talking about ads for loans, like, but when you're in financial situa- situation or you're doing financial investing, sometimes there's terms that they're set. Like, give set. me an example. We just talk about even ROI. Some people might not understand initially what, that, what ROI is. Return yeah. on investment. Yeah, but still. Yeah, so <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying people don't understand, but at the same time, if you're really interested in something, you should find out. But so yeah, these terms might seem man, scary, but if you have no interest there, you won't know. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I agree with you with that. I'm not saying you should shy away. Mm-hmm. I'm saying... It's don't, a don't to make, don't, Exactly. Don't, no, it's not a barrier to entry. Don't make the fact that you hear something that you don't know, you don't go find out. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because that's how they talk. That's that's the lingo you use. Lawyers do it. Engineers do it. Everybody do it. Yeah. But it's usually not anything really complex. That's all I say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, I'm gonna start a bonus point. Um, another tool I would say is being able to take risks. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes you just have to believe 
in a higher power and um, just take that first leap. Don't be afraid if you'll fail or not. Well, within reason. <laughs> fail faster. Yeah, if you're young, you fail faster. If you're old, be a little more conservative. <laughs> but still, Which is right. you know, think of a big goal, pray about it, make that first step. Awesome. Let God be a guy. If you like this podcast, give us a like, comment, and follow us on SoundCloud for more. And please support us on our Patreon where you'll get access to exclusive content. Also, follow us on our social media platforms in the links below.